0: What is up, YouTube? What is up, my friends? Welcome to episode 5. I almost said 3. I don't know why I almost said 3. Of the T3, that's why. T3 podcast. Your boy is back. Finally, a Sunday afternoon where I get to record my podcast. I have a lot to talk about. because There was a lot to talk about this week. I, a lot happened, and it's weird because in the beginning of the week, I felt like I had nothing to talk about. I felt like I was looking for subjects for this week's podcast and nothing, just nothing kept coming up. And then boom, 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 boom. Things just kept coming and coming and coming and coming. And I was like, wow, everything happened at the end of the week. But it was perfect. It was perfect. Because now I have a full lineup for us to talk about. And I'm excited. And I'm excited. Let's start off with a little bit of interestingness. A little bit of interestingness in the entertainment section of the podcast. Which is academics. DJ academics. I don't know. I'm sure you guys know who that is. I was about to say, I don't know if you guys know. But I'm sure you guys know who that is. DJ academics had a freaking pod on Spotify with Selena Powell and some other girl. I don't know who the other girl was. I'm probably one of Selena's friends or something. To be honest, I listened to the whole thing and I was ignoring half of it. I was in the gym and whenever they started saying bullshit, you know, the the whole like ratchetness, ratchet mess that these girls bring to the table, like the moment they started, I don't know what the hell is going on. I'm ignoring the shit out of it. But whenever something interesting popped back up, that's when I'm like, bing bong. (laughs) and i'm just listening i'm just listening i'm just listening to everything the ratchetness i I ignored i had enough of that shit to be honest when it comes to like fresh and fit like all these little weird podcasts that they do like now there's like a the whatever podcast like all that shit it was interesting at first right then even the andrew tate like when he was like heavily into that like girl versus guys type shit like it was interesting at first i like the perspectives that they were bringing and it was interesting to listen to. I don't agree with all of it. I mean, I to be honest with you, I agree with all of it to an extent is really the way that I would put it. It's like all of it makes sense to me up until you get to a certain level, right? Like, like a girl's being submissive to her man. Like all of that makes sense to me up until you get to a certain echelon, I guess, where you start saying shit like, oh, a girl should be submissive to her man and that means he can go have sex with 17 women. Like it depends how far you take it it depends how far you take it that i'm like "Eh, okay it makes a little sense but once like a you know a guy making like 20k a year wants to go tell his girl like oh i can have sex with whoever i want because then you take told me i'm like i don't think it works like that buddy i don't think it works like that but there were still moments in that podcast that were extremely funny or interesting or just like messy enough that it was fun to to listen to like when Axe started going at freddie gibbs which, by the way, I had no idea what happened until I listened to that podcast. And if you're listening to this and you don't know what I'm talking about. Freddie Gibbs got a corn star pregnant. And then that corn star basically was saying, he's not taking care of me. He's not helping me. He don't got no money. This and that. This and that. Ack also might have been putting a little bit of flavor. You know what I mean? Salt bay, and that shit. Because they have beef. Because what was interesting is the fact that his freaking baby moms who, you know, clearly he doesn't give a fuck about probably isn't claiming the kid either cuz you know, who does, right? Who does in the rap game? Actually, that's a lie. A lot of the rappers nowadays are claiming their kids, which is actually a good message to the children. He he's he's not doing that, I don't think, because clearly the lady said she she wasn't. The lady the lady said he wasn't taking care of his kids. The lady said he's not helping her pay the bills, and that's why she had to go get fucked by a random dude on actually I think it was two. I can't remember if Axe said it was two or one. But while pregnant, getting fucked by another dude, bro. While pregnant. I don't give a fuck if Freddie Gibbs is claiming the kid or not, bro. That's wild. Your baby mom's getting fucked by another fucking dude while fucking pregnant with your child. Because you ain't paying the fucking bills, bro. That shit, all that was so messy that I was like, wait a minute, Freddie Gibbs? Like, Freddie Gibbs? Freddie Gibbs? Like, Freddie Gibbs, the, like, rapper rapper, the rappers of rappers right now, you know what I mean? The guy that's, like, the rap king right now, he's the dude that this is happening to? Usually, I'm, like, I hear that shit for, like, people, like, fucking, uh, what's the guy? Christian Rock's man. What the fuck is his name? Blueface. Usually, like, Blueface dudes are the ones that I'm hearing that shit happen to, and every time I hear it, I'm, like, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, that that's on character. But fucking Freddie Gibbs, bro, nah, that shit threw me off fucking guard. Then he started talking shit about Adam, and he said some shit about Adam that I was like, no way, but has never really lied, per se, I mean, maybe he's, like, embellished the truth a little bit, or, like, put some sauce, like I said, you know what I mean? But in reality, he's never really, like, lied, at least I've never caught him in a lie. And this dude started talking about how Adam-22 try to pimp his girl when they first met, basically saying, like, yo, you wanna fuck her? Like like telling her to like go fuck him, bro. Like what kind of guy meets a dude for the first time and like, You wanna fuck my girl? Like what the fuck, bro? And and then and then Selena starts adding shit in, like, Oh yeah, now that now now he wants to fuck me. He's been calling me lately, telling me he wants to fuck because his girl said that he can fuck girls without having a threesome and da da da. And I'm like this is all, like, no funny shit. That's all fucking white people shit, bro. I have never heard of that before. His girl, isn't his girl, like, prepped? They're about to get married. They have kids and shit. And he, and... What? I'm, I'm like, completely... I mean, the thing is, right, like, Andrew Tate talks about this shit all the time. Like, when you're an upper Russian man, da-da-da-da-da. But that's only for when, like, you have this much money and she has, like, this much money. They have like this much money because she makes a bank off her OnlyFans. So it makes no fucking sense to me why she's allowing this fucking pimpatry. Pimpatry. tree I made that word up. What I'm trying to say is like why she's allowing him to like start pimping her out and shit like that. Or even calling another woman to go fuck, bro. Shit is crazy. The podcast itself was actually, like, pretty funny, too. Like, it wasn't, like, just that. Like, Selena trolling act the whole time was funny. Like, the vibes of the podcast were just, like, two friends that had, like, a past but don't really like each other anymore are just fucking with each other and they're just enjoying a conversation. Like, her trolling him the whole time saying she like, oh, my God, I love you, daddy, and shit like that, it was, like... Like, it would catch me off guard, but him just completely ignoring it and acting like it never happened... It's it, it That was more awkward to me than, like, her saying it. Because I knew that she was trolling, but him, like, completely ignoring it made it seem, like, a little real. You know what I mean? It made it seem, like, a little real. Like, it was getting a little awkward for him, because he might actually like it, you know what I mean? But the fact that he gave these two girls a podcast is very strange to me. Because he hates Selena. Supposedly hated her. Now they're good. But now he got another girl that's the same way. But it's probably just a money move, trying to make some collar daddy type shit. Some, like, speaking of trolls, I don't know if you guys have been seeing the TikToks going around. Or, like this UK TikToker that's been doing like dumb shit. Like, like the newest definition. I thought clout chasing was over it. And this is the newest, the newest entertainer of clout ever right now. His name is Mizzy the, Mizzy, Mizzy the UK uh, TikToker. I think that's his whole name, Mizzy the UK TikToker, or maybe I'm just fucking up, and I've, I've seen that, like, on a headline, and I thought that was his name, but Mizzy the UK TikToker, he's the guy who's done shit, like, fucking walking up to a random person at a park and stealing their dog and just walking away, fucking breaking into someone's home, like, that kind of shit, bro, like, it's 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 when clout chasing gets to a new fucking level where it's like, bro, what are you you're literally breaking the law. It was like what the fuck was that guy's name back in the day? Boonk. Boonk? Was it Boonk or Boom? Boonk Squad? Some shit like that. Book Squad. I don't know if you guys remember the guy that would like make videos walking into Dunkin' Donuts just stealing shit. He would walk into Dunkin' Donuts, steal, like, a whole fucking tray of donuts. Not one or two donuts. He would just walk up, jump over the counter, steal a whole tray, and walk the fuck out. He would walk into McDonald's, jump over the counter, grab some shit, and walk out. And it was never always food. Like, sometimes it would just be, like, random shit. It's not like he was stealing money. He would just steal random fucking shit. That, like, what do, you, what do you need that for? Like, a fucking fry-later fucking thing of fries. Just walk out McDonald's with it in his hands. And then... Later on in life, that guy was, like, fucking drug addict, like, all this shit, all of that, like, drug addict, wanted to be a rapper, all that, like, I think he did a little bit of OnlyFans or some shit like that. And then randomly 180'd, became, like, a child of God, Christian music, still trying to be a rapper, but, like, not on drugs and shit like that. Like, good for him for turning his life around, but it's just weird, and it shows you that, like, that clout does not fucking matter cuz this dude was the biggest thing in the world for a little bit, for a little bit, and then goes and tries to turn around his life and is trying to be a rapper and it's like nobody knows where the fuck he's like he's one of those guys where like you sit in a corner one day and you're talking to your friends and you're like do you remember that dude like what happened to him? But even the whole time though he's been making music type shit. You know what I mean? And and Mizzy the UK TikToker, I I'm hoping that's his whole name cuz if not I'm going to fucking sound like an idiot when this shit comes out. But like, bro, you're definitely not watching this, right? And if you are, you're like, why the fuck is this guy with eleven fucking views on his podcast giving me life advice? Here's the thing, bro, you're gonna be another boom squad, boom squad if you don't fucking chill the fuck out, right? Because he was like talking, he made in a whole apology video about the fucking shit that. First of all, he got arrested. First of all, he got arrested. Okay. For obvious reasons, like, why the fuck are you breaking into somebody's house and recording it, then putting it on fucking TikTok? Are you stupid? But, regardless, he got arrested. Now, he's making an apology video, saying, like, oh, ba- it, uh, p- barely a fucking apology video. Talking about, oh, you know, it's not my fault, the media portrays me this way, all my videos aren't crazy, like, some of my shit is just regular pranks, but the ones that are, that are bad are the ones that go viral. Bro, of course the ones that are bad are the ones that are going viral. That's, like, normal logic. Second of all, that doesn't change the fact that you fucking did it. You're not getting arrested because people portray you as a bad guy. My dude, you broke into somebody's house for a fucking video. You stole somebody's dog for a fucking video. Like, you're not the best person. Like, obviously, I don't know you personally. I'm just saying, if you're making those kinds of decisions for fucking clicks on TikTok, my guy... It doesn't say good things about your character, bro. So that little apology that he did where he's like, Oh my god, and the media's portraying me as a bad guy because uh, I have 100 videos and only 5 of them are me breaking into somebody's house. Like, hello, you still broke into somebody's house, dude. Like, a normal person doesn't fucking do that. Especially not for fucking clicks on a fucking TikTok. It's like the weirdest fucking thing. Like, cloud chasing, I thought it was dead, and then this guy shows up. And I'm like watching these videos and I'm like, why, why am I watching this? Like, why am I giving this kid the view that he wants? Like, this is the dumbest shit. It's it's like six, nine all over again, but like stupider because like you're not making any money from it. Like hopefully TikTok is giving you like $5 a fucking video or whatever. Or, but like hopefully the $5 is enough to cover the fucking lawyer you're going to need because what are you doing, bro? Listen, all the best to you, man. I really hope things get better. I hope you don't you, you you don't do any more stupid stunts and you just continue to do make the rest of the content. You know the shit that you said like the media portrays me so bad. I uh, the other shit that's not the five bad video, like the other shit, keep doing that. Keep doing that. Hopefully that goes viral. I mean, fucking people were going viral on YouTube back in the day for like putting a little feather on their finger and tickling people's ears. Like you don't have to go all out and like steal dogs, bro. You can just do dumb shit and people will fall in love with the fucking videos and watch it. You'll go viral. You'll become, like, one of the biggest fucking, like, YouTube vloggers of all time. You know what I mean? Like, that's a possibility. Shout out my fucking Roman Atwood. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, man, have I been waiting for this fucking topic to show up. Oh, man, have I been waiting for this topic, man. You don't even understand. Last week, Faze Rain and fucking Grace Van Deen, Grace Van Doofenshmirtz were going fucking at it. Over some dumb shit. You know, Faze obviously got his little thing. He's going around with Faze and shit. Faze dying out. Faze Faze Rain trying to save it. You know what I mean? On some fucking Spider-Man. Fucking Iron Man shit. Trying to just take back the fucking thing. What's interesting though is like... I've been seeing more and more other Faze members coming up. And last week I said, you know, all the fucking... Like little scaredy cats in the background that feel the same way by saying shit. All those people that I was thinking about when I said that all of a sudden are saying shit. Like I've seen Faze Banks come out. I've seen even fucking Temper come out. And I was not expecting Temper to come out at all. But what's weird is I need to know who the fuck is Seabass and what the fuck is his problem. Apparently, like, Seabass is the most hated Phase member of all time. I don't know what he did, or I remember him back in the day. He was never really, like, a fucking, like, gamer. He was always, like, somebody in the background that people knew about, FaZe Seabass. But, like, what the fuck does he do in Phase? Besides, apparently, caress the fucking ballsack of the executives at Phase. right? Besides that, like, what the fuck does he do? But it was just interesting seeing all the other Phase members come out, and not all of them are in support. Like the newer gen apparently are like going at it with the older gen because the older gen is like fuck these guys without really saying fuck those guys, you know what I mean? They're kind of saying like, yo, FaZe made a bunch of bad decisions which is in turn meaning like they signed the wrong people. Even Nick Merckx came out and spoke about it barely, right? Like everybody's making a big deal about what he said and he literally was like, bro, I don't give a fuck. I got a kid, I got bills to pay. Whatever the fuck they got going on has nothing to do with me. Fuck that, I'm good. Keep that shit to yourself, it's not gonna do with me. Literally, that was his statement, and people are making a big fucking deal out of that, like he said some shit. And all he literally said was, I'm not in it. Leave me the fuck alone. But the real fucking story of the whole thing is that fucking Grace Van Doofenshmirtz and Phase Rain actually met up. And they made this fucking creepy-ass video where both of them kind of looked bad, but she looked fucking calculated. All I'm gonna say is that the fucking FaZe PR team failed. They did a terrible job at, like, preparing her for this shit. Because clearly she went in there with a plan. She went in there with an idea of what she wanted to say. She went in there with, like, an understanding of the buzzwords that she had to say to get everybody on her side. The only thing is that, like, hey, man, it's not gonna work. You're talking about a woman or a girl going into a fucking industry that's dominated by men and gonna go use these women group buzzwords to try and get the public opinion on her side, it's not gonna work, and it fucking didn't work. But the weird part is, like, seeing all, like, legacy media get involved. Like, all these media outlets getting involved and pretending like they give a fuck about what's going on. You could just tell that FaZe had this plot of, like, okay, say these things, we're gonna pay these people to put these stories out, and we're gonna say this thing, and boom, done. No more Phase Reign, because he's gonna be canceled. The whole fucking time, everybody who has anything to do with the actual YouTube community slash gaming community slash was an OG Face fan it's all like what the fuck was her problem she's fucking weird bro using using buzzwords like fucking you know i'm a woman i want to i want to change the industry for women i want to do this for women like oh you're a, a misogynist or you you are this or you are that and it's like What the fuck are you talking about, bro? The crazy part is she was demanding an apology from him the whole video. And he even started with apologies or tried to at least, but it did not go the way that he planned it. Because it's like she should have apologized to him. And I don't think she was understanding the logic that he was bringing to her. But then again, like, when do they fucking understand the logic? You know what I mean? It's like you called me ugly so I get to bring back your past and say that you're a fucking drug addict and this and that. And then none of that fucking matters. Like, no, I don't need to apologize for that. Like, yeah, you almost died. You know what I mean? But like, you called me ugly type shit. So like, you're the one who's that wrong here. It was like the most weird backwards fucking logic that she was using. And he's trying to explain to her like, hey, like what you did was more fucked up than what I did. And I didn't even start it. You started it. Like, you were talking shit, I said, hey, shut up, or I'm gonna roast you. And then you kept going, so I roasted you. Then after I roasted you, you went off on some weird fucking tangent, talking about my past and this and that. And it's like, bro, what are you saying? You are in wrong. You are in the wrong. You started it, and you took it to a next fucking level, bringing up my drug addiction, and then, like, how I almost fucking died? That over me calling you mid? Bro, and then the weirdest shit is, like I said, they were virtue signaling the whole time. And when I say they, when I say they, I mean they. Because she went in there with a fucking plan. A bad one, but she went in there with a plan. And it was from the Phase PR team. That is my opinion. It was from the Phase PR team. They gave her an idea of all the buzzwords to say. All the little virtue signaling bullshit to say. To get Phase Rain canceled. And it didn't fucking work. Because all of it was Like, targeted towards women and, like, basically simps. And my guy, the fucking gaming community, is, like, 80% men. Nobody gave a fuck. And to top it all off, the fact that she's an actor, no way FaZe told her to fucking cry on cue. Like, it was almost perfect. It was, like, almost perfect. Literally, and the the cry on cue thing was that, I'm sorry. I don't see the crying part of her, of, like, him going, like, oh, you're doing the acting thing again, and then her going, are you oh, the acting thing again? Bro, like, you could see her not blink for, like, two minutes because she's, like, trying to get the tear out. The crying, the acting thing again? Are you serious right now? <sighs> Bro, I really hope she left phase. That's That's where I'm gonna end this. I really hope she kept her word. Because if she kept her word and actually left FaZe, that's the biggest L that FaZe can take. You did all you could to try and get FaZe rank canceled with this weird misogyny type shit, like virtue signaling shit that you had her do, and it didn't fucking work, and she left? Oh my god, that would be beautiful. Please leave FaZe. Please. Show the executives that they're fucking idiots and they're all 90 years old and don't understand the fucking industry that they're in. On some lighter news, though, on some lighter news and some more like motivational quote issue, Let me tell you something. I'm gonna t- I'm gonna give you guys some motivational fucking quotes right now. And if one of y'all motherfuckers say some shit about oh you shouldn't be, I swear to fucking God, bro, we gonna have fucking issue. we gonna fight virtually on GTA. Okay, hard work and dedication really does fucking pay off something happened to me this week and i was excited as shit bro and i worked my ass off for it i really did i worked hard i had the dedication i put in the fucking hours that's the thing they say put ten thousand hours into anything and you'll become a pro and i put in the hours and the time and the dedication and the love and the blood sweat and tears and i'm letting y'all know bro like never give up it seemed hopeless sometimes sometimes i'm sitting here and i'm like god like, why am I still doing this? Like, I, I know I'm never going to get to the goal that I want. I know I'm never going to be able to do this. Like, I would do it. I would get so close, and then all of a sudden, it's just boom. And sometimes, I my friends would help me out, and I'd get to my goal. And the moment I started doing it by myself, I'd back to freaking square one. bro. I'm telling you, it was a stressful moment for me. I had a long, probably two years of going through this shit doing and just working hard trying to get to this goal and it just never happened it just would not happen two whole years bro I started and I told my friend watch give me a month and I'm gonna get to this freaking goal that I was trying to achieve two whole years later and here I am finally after 10,000 hours of playing after 10,000 hours of doing what I gotta do after 10,000 hours of sitting in free play 10,000 hours of freaking playing the game your boy's finally a champ in Rocket League. I got myself the champ, and I even got my fucking champ rewards by myself this season, bro. I got the champ three times this season. One time with a friend. After we got the champ, I got seven games won by myself, solo queuing in champ. Dropped back down to diamond afterwards. Got back to champ, only one game won, and then dropped lost three games right after that bro lost three games straight back down to diamond three again on stream this week boom played again and got back to champ won two games got my champ rewards and i'm currently still in champ right now hard work and dedication is all you need and you too can reach champion rocket league speaking of growth let me tell y'all something that happened to me today I was going through my Facebook, and it showed me a memory of something, right? And it was, like, me going in on Black Lives Matter. Not me going in on Black Lives Matter, but me going in on the topic of Black Lives Matter, going, yeah, Black Lives Matter, boo, 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 like, like, fuck the police coming straight from the underground, all that, like, that was me, all of it, bro, it was a long-ass post, I'm sitting here like, yeah, da-da-da, and I remembered, and it made me, and it made me sit here like, bro, like, COVID really fucked me up back in the day. Because I was sitting at home bored as fuck a lot, right? And like, I would get into these weird, like, political arguments with people. Like, nowadays, I try my hardest to just ignore most of it. Sometimes I'll comment here and there, but like, I really try my hardest to just, like, let everything go. Because that should be in your brain. And then all of a sudden, I used to think about it, like, all the time. I literally used to just go boom, 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 boom. And it wasn't even like me thinking, it was like me just overly exaggeratedly just sitting there having the same thought consistently over and over again, getting mad over it. And it's, like, I would genuinely get upset. Like, I would see a post of, like, a cop punch somebody or something. And, like, for the rest of the day, I'm pissed off. Like, literally, my mood just fucking dropped. And it was one of those things where I'm, like, man, I got to change. Because clearly my mood is bad. Like, I'm pissed. I'm mad. It's literally making me sad. So it's, like, what can I do to change? And I ended up literally... Leaving Facebook for a little bit, leaving Twitter for a little bit, just leaving all kind of like social medias that made me have to look at that kind of stuff. Really, Facebook was the biggest one because I would post something and then somebody else would comment, and again, to arguments with people over it. And it's like the Then after I did that, right, and I and I got into this like YouTube vibe. Like this is what I say that the Fresh and Fit podcast the Andrew Tate takes, like all that stuff. Like really, it did help. Like even like Joe Rogan, like all of it brought my brain to a different location like it literally made me think of things in a different way I was completely left and all of a sudden I'm hearing right wing takes and now I'm like really somewhere in the middle when I say somewhere in the middle I got a bunch of calluses today from the gym when I say somewhere in the middle I think like if if a leftist were to hear my takes they'd probably say I'm I'm probably a righty but in reality like I don't think so I'm somewhere in the middle I personally don't agree with everything the right says, don't agree with everything the left says. If you really I'm probably like somewhat close to like a Joe Rogan type when it comes to my is- to my takes on issues where like I love people, I want everybody to be happy, but at the same time just don't fuck with me. Like everybody can do everything they want to do. I don't give a fuck, just don't fuck with me. Like you want to say whatever you want to say, you want to be called whatever you want to be called, you want to be whoever you want to be, you want to do whatever you want to do, you want to do this, do that, like I don't give a fuck, just don't fuck with me. As long as I can say what I want to say, do what I want to do, unimpaired, I don't give a fuck what anybody else does. But, like, the thing is, the thing that really fucked me over when it comes to, like, the Black Lives Matter shit is the victim mentality. Like, I never understood what, like, people who were black that were against the way that we were speaking to each other, I never understood them. I'd be like, bro, why are you against your own people? And now I get it. Now I understand. It's not that they were against their own people. They want their people to grow just as much as I wanted them to grow. The difference is that they were saying, hey, man, you're not a fucking victim here. You know what I mean? Like, And now I'm seeing it, and I'm, I'm seeing it from the other side, where I used to say shit like, "Like if you're silent, you're racist. And now it's like, bro, why the fuck do they have to speak up for me? I'm not. I have a voice. I can say what the fuck I want. So why are they? Why do they have this, obli- uh, like, like, obligation? I was about to say obligatory, whatever the fuck that is. Obligation to speak up, to speak up for me. Like, what? why? And then it's like, why would I want them to speak up for me? Like, I wouldn't want to speak up for them. I don't want to be put into other people's problems. These people live a great life, chilling every fucking Sunday, having a cookout with their family and their dog. Why the fuck do they have to be on the street marching? They don't. And, and it was like, why are you trying to force them? Like, I wouldn't want to be forced. It made us feel like we're inferior to everybody else, right? Like this weird victim mentality where, like, I have to go around letting everybody know that I'm victimized. It's like, why? Why am I doing that? Am I victimized? I don't think so. I've seen a video of somebody who was victimized, but where my life is... I'm not victimized. I have a good relationship with some cops. I have a good relationship with people in general, and I'm like breaking these relationships down because I'm saying, defund the police. Meanwhile, like I have a fucking friend who's a cop. It's like it's weird. It's like why, 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 why? right i have I have white friends, and I'm sitting here saying, if you're white, you're racist. It's like, why? why, 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 why? And it like it didn't it didn't dawn on me until I was listening to Joe Rogan say, like, yeah. Like, wow, whatever happened in that video is fucking terrible. Like, that cop needs to go to jail, this and that. Like, he would say that in one moment, and then the next moment go, man, but we can't defund the police. Like, we can't do that because then what? Then what happens? Then real racism is going to happen, and nobody's going to stop it. You know what I mean? Like, shit like that. And then he would, on one video, he would go like, oh, we need to give him a bunch of money for training. And then the next video, he would be like, yeah, like, that is fucking horrible. Did you hear about the nuance in every conversation is what helped me understand, like, oh, shit, I'm, I'm the one who's wrong. Even when he was talking about, you know, like, the transgender issues and shit like that, he would always have these, these moments where he's like, yeah, they're allowed, like, it's so sad, they should be happy, like, everybody should just be equal, blah, blah. And then the next breath go, like, yeah, but they should not be out here fighting women. Like, they're gonna fuck these women up. And it's like, that is fucking normal. Nowadays, I see it. Nowadays, I see it. And, I, and and now that I see it, that I can say it to myself, like, yo, I don't have to be all on one side. I don't even have to care as much as I did before. Like, I don't have to. Like, I can just say my point and keep it moving. Like, whatever your opinion is on my take doesn't fucking matter. Right? As long as you're not hurting me or I'm not hurting you physically, like, we're good. Right, even like this whole like mentally like these, these people that try to like tie you down and call you like oh a bad person and say like oh you're you're verbally abusing this person or you're verbally abusing that person or like you know what I mean? They're like death shaming people, like, oh, the way you talk might have effect on somebody that's twenty thousand miles away, it might have them go, you know, do some shit that they shouldn't be doing or do some shit that nobody wants them to do, right? And it's like, bro, but that's my fucking opinion. Right, like I don't say shit to you about the shit that you're putting in the books and the schools and the shit that you're doing over here and there. Like I don't say shit to nobody about nothing, right? Right? But you can do whatever the fuck you want that's gonna affect my child, that's gonna affect me, that's gonna affect my girl, and I can't say nothing. I can't say nothing. I can't say anything, but the moment I say something, all of a sudden I'm going to fucking, you know, affect somebody 20,000 miles away to go do something. I'm, I, it's like, what are you talking about? It's the same fucking argument about the video games, you know what I mean? And it was weird because I never put two and two together, but I was always kind of be like, yo, video games aren't affecting me in no way. Like, I'm not, like, yeah, I play Call of Duty, but I, I don't, I'm not I'm not going to go out and fucking shoot people. You know what I mean? And, like, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's my opinion. That doesn't mean I'm going to go out, like, that doesn't mean I'm telling somebody to go do anything. The best part about my whole like realization, the whole the best part about me like changing my mindset was the fact that I'm not limiting my limiting myself anymore. Like I'm able to just think and improve myself in any way fucking possible. Like I'm focused on what I what the mission is and what what I have to do to better myself and I'm not allowing anybody's opinion on anything to to affect me and stop me from in any way from doing anything that I feel like I need to do. Speaking of physically physically growing or physical health, Lizzo's a trending topic again, and I'm not gonna lie, it's kind of weird, like, she was trending because she was on a stage, she was doing a concert, she was freaking dancing, dancing her ass off, you know, mm, 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 mm. and people were, like, in the comments, saying, like, oh, shit, she can actually move, like, I didn't know that she she could be this big and actually have some energy, and then the other side is, like, Oh my God, why are you saying that? Of course, you know, fat isn't fat. Some fat people actually can be fat and still be fat while being fat, you know? And it's like, I know that made absolutely no sense. Basically, what they were saying is, fat people can actually have energy. Like, fat people are actually healthy. And it's like, first of all, that in itself is, is like, what the fuck are you talking about? But that's not the point. The point is, I'm watching, I'm reading these comments under her tweet, and I feel bad for her, bro. I, like, genuinely feel bad for her because people talk so badly about her just because she chooses to be fat. She chooses to be fat, and then she dresses the way she dresses. But what the fuck does that have to do with anybody else? This is what I'm saying where I go, like, man, if it doesn't affect me, I don't give a fuck. You want to be fat, go ahead and be fat. But it does make you feel bad for her because people have a lot to say about her. People have a lot to say about her because of the way she dresses. She dresses like she's not fat. She dresses like she's not overweight. She dresses like she's not obese. But if that's how she feels confident, fuck it. The only time that I don't feel bad for her is when they're going out and saying shit like fat is healthy. You know what I mean? Because some of the comments were actually saying like, oh, fat people can be healthy too. And it's like, there's levels, right? It's like that old saying where like, you know when when they used to call girls like slim thick? And then you had these freak like, oh, like actually fat girls going, I'm slim thick. It's like, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. You're fat. You're not limptic. Limptic is different. It is that it's like that. It's like there is there is some overweight people that are healthy. People who are above a certain weight, maybe 20 pounds over like the actual number, they're not fat. They might have a belly, but they're still strong and have great cardio, whatever. Like yeah, you're right. Fat people can be healthy. But I wouldn't even call them fat. Now, obesity is a totally different thing. Like Bro, she is morbidly obese. It's not fucking healthy. If she wants to be that way, good for her. Don't go around saying it's fucking healthy, bro. Like, there are kids out there that look up to her and are going to read those comments that say it's healthy and then be like, okay, I don't have to fucking change. It's not fucking healthy. And they should be going outside and playing. She should be going outside and playing. And what makes me, like, not feel bad for her sometimes is the fact that I really feel like sometimes she's leaning a little too hard on that shit, bro. You remember how, like, Adele was fat, and then she, like, lost a bunch of weight, and then the fat fans started calling her, like, fatphobic and shit because she was unfat, you know what I mean? She wasn't fat anymore, and they were like, oh, why would you betray us? I think Lizzo's, like, the complete opposite of that. It's like... I am fat, and I'm going to lean the fuck into this shit so I can get more fans, so I can do more shit. And sometimes, dude, the way she dresses, sometimes I feel like, hey, man, that's a fucking publicity stunt. Not to say, you know, maybe she's... Bro, my bad. It's my opinion. My point is this. Rappers and musicians do a lot of crazy shit, do a lot of shit for clout, do a lot of shit for clicks, and that's it. Because their music, you don't have to be fucking good at it anymore. You just have to have attention. That's the whole 6ix9ine shit. Like, his music was, like, average. But his fucking antics were global. And he was fucking huge. And I feel like Lizzo did, is trying to do the same shit by being big. And then wearing, like, a bikini. At a fucking show type shit. You know what I mean? Like, she wears less clothes than, like, SZA. She wears less clothes than, like, Beyonce. But sometimes, to me, it looks like it's a publicity stunt. It looks like, hey, I'm gonna get some clicks. I'm gonna sell some music. I'm gonna sell some fucking streams. And when I see shit like that, I'm like, okay, I don't feel bad for you anymore because it's like, you're getting you're getting dragged in your comments, but you're doing it on purpose to yourself. And then when your comments are toxic as fuck, talking about obesity is fucking healthy. It's like, uh, mm-mm. nah, nah, I'm off of it. Nah, I'm not even, I don't even feel bad at all. Because now you're, like, doing shit for clicks, and then just misguiding kids to be fat and, like, you know, die early. Talking about, like, you know, oh, what you say might kill people. But, like, in that way, in that, in that sense, like, nobody says shit about that, right? Like, you saying, like, oh, you, you know, some people saying, like, men can't beat up on women is, like, no, transphobic or whatever. You know, you can't say that. You're going to have people in fucking Timbuktu, Idaho, they're going to hear it and they're going to get mad and they're going to do some shit to themselves that they shouldn't, you know, that obviously nobody wants them to do. But then, like, this shit happens, and Lizzo's talking about being fat is healthy, and nobody goes, hey, man, like, you're slowly killing kids. Like, you're, you're, like, taking their lifespan and, like, shrinking it with that comment that you're, like, nobody says that, right? Because that's, like, fat shaming or something. And, And, like, you know, this is actually a good segue to the next topic because that fucking weird double standard is crazy, and it's prevalent all over the place. Including, for example, the new Andrew Tate BBC interview that just fucking came out. First of all, let me just say... I had no idea what the BBC was, like, at all. Like, I know, like, CNN, Fox. That's it. Because I'm from the U.S. Why the fuck would I need to know about the U.K. fucking news outlets or whatever the fuck? I seen Andrew Tate BBC interview, and I was confused. I was like, what the fuck is that? Because to me, I'm like, why the fuck are they interviewing Andrew Tate and... Big black cock? Like, what the fuck? What does that have to do with an Andrew Tate interview? I'm here sitting here like, did Andrew fucking join OnlyFans or some shit? Because the dude is, you know, mulatto. He has a black dad, so I'm sitting there like, are like, what the fuck? I was excited as fuck to watch this interview, though, because I know how fucking animated he is, and I knew he's about to devour this fucking person. She looked way too fucking soft. She looked way too, like... She looked like she was opinionated. She looked like she went in there with an agenda. And, of course, she had a fucking agenda, bro. What was the most confusing to me was the fact that they had a man in front of them who was stripped of their freedom, stripped of his freedom, okay, under false pretenses, and is still being held, like, without a charge right now. Okay, like, all the R-word allegations have been dropped. All the, um all the women that came out against him have also come out again saying, like, nothing happened. They have literally no evidence that anything ever happened, and they are still holding him on house arrest with, the like, literally saying, like, we have no evidence, but we're going to keep looking. Like, what kind of bullshit? I thought it was innocent before proven guilty. This guy is guilty, and we're going to find why you're guilty. They have this happening... And they are still pushing the angle that he is who he is. You know what I mean? Calling him a misogynist, saying this, saying that. This lady, he was asking her for examples of like, hey, can you tell me a person that is saying that I'm the things that you're saying I am? And she kept going, yeah, the police. The You mean the police that's fucking holding him under arrest for without any fucking information at all? Without anything to actually hold him under arrest? The fucking legacy media, you mean you? The one who's saying that this random girl is saying this, but you don't have like an actual person. You're. Bro, it's literally what they're doing is they're going, hey, Susie said this. Who's Susie? Sorry, but we're holding her information. Like, she doesn't want to come out. We can't. Pre- like, we just can't. She doesn't want to say anything about herself. Like, just know her name is Susie and this is what she's saying. Okay? Fucking, alright, so from now on, Michael is saying Andrew is like the best person of all time, he changed his life, he he became like a millionaire, billionaire after listening to him only one day, and then now is fucking all the women in the world and he's happy. And that all happened from Andrew Tate. And his name is Michael. But he doesn't want to, you know, I can't show you his Instagram or nothing because he doesn't want anybody to know that it actually happened. Like, what kind of bullshit? Like, come on, bro. It's weird. And she came in here. With all this shit, bro, it's like you have this guy, exactly right, guy who's being held against his will for just speaking his mind, and you're asking about fucking OnlyFans. You're asking about some about a girl who like came out and said no, where nothing happened. You didn't, you didn't even pay attention at all enough to know that his fucking charges were dropped, right? To ask him like, oh, now that your charges are dropped, like, what are you planning on doing? Like, how is it going? Uh, not, nothing. Nothing. Just keep talking to him about fucking OnlyFans. Telling him that he's a misogynist, that he's causing crime to go up in fucking in the UK. For How, bro? Andrew Tate touched on a point in the beginning where I was like, man, if, it, if the interview was about that, this would be great. But this lady just kept bringing up some other shit. But what he said was, male issues and or male positivity are just not allowed in this world. And that's why they actually hate him. It's because he has a huge influence, and he's pushing male issues, and that's not allowed in this fucking world, bro. Like, male males are not allowed to have a preference in this world, right? Like, you can't say you like a fat butt. You can't say you like big boobs. You can't say that. You can't, because all of a sudden you're misogynist, which I actually doesn't make any sense, right? Like, I love the videos of guys, like, going out into the world and asking a girl, like, what's misogyny mean? Because when a guy says like I like a big butt or I like big boobs or or I like like you know small feet or whatever the fuck a guy's preference are, like it's literally the opposite of misogyny. Like I, like actually the opposite of misogyny, right? Like how is me telling you what I like about women also me telling you what I hate about women? God forbid you tell a guy to be healthy, go to the gym, get muscles, and fucking, you know what I mean, be a man. Like, have actual man masculinity in you. Like, God forbid you say some shit like that, all of a sudden you're a misogynist. Like, you, him pushing positive, t- don't get me wrong. He says some shit that's kind of weird, and I don't agree with everything that he says. But for the majority, his message is really just, men should protect their women, and in return, their women should be submissive to their man. And again, like I said before, I agree with it to a point. When he starts saying shit like, you know, if I'm a guy and you're expecting me to beat somebody up for you, then I should decide, like, what the fuck we're doing for the night, right? Like, if I go, hey, man, I don't want to go to the club because you're you're expecting me to fight somebody, and in the club, there's a bunch of fucking weirdos with guns and shit, right? Like, and I know you, and you're going to want to start a fight or whatever. Hello, I should be the one to decide that we're not going to go to the fucking club if you're going to expect me to fight somebody. Now, if you want to go to the club anyways, go the fuck ahead. I'm not fighting nobody. Like, that that, that makes sense to me. That makes sense to me, right? Okay. But when he gets to the point of, like, hey, you should be submissive, and that means I get to go fuck 17 women while you sit here taking my... That's a little fucking different. That's weird. That's when I'm like, all right... That's where I draw the fucking line. The thing is, though, the most of it isn't that. Most of it isn't that, and a lot of his clips are also taken out of context. You know, he'll say some shit like the first comment, and they'll go, Oh my God, you think that because you're going to protect your wife that they have to do everything you say? And it's like, go ahead, keep watching the video. Keep watching the clips. But males can't have any preferences. They can't have any masculinity. Bro, the male masculinity is being challenged all over the place nowadays. It's weird. It's, and, and they're doing it to women, too, in the opposite effect. It's like men are being told to be more feminine and women are being told to be more masculine. And it's like, why? Why are we, like, switching these weird roles? They're saying no gender roles, right? No more gender roles are allowed in the world. But then they're forcing men to be more, femi- more feminine and girls to be more masculine. It's the weirdest thing. Like, even traditional women are being attacked for saying, like, oh, I want to be submissive. Like, I want to be submissive. Like, feminists are attacking traditional woman who want to be submissive to a man who would love to be just like a, like a, a stay at home mom like that that is like god forbid the worst thing that a woman can ever say in public And it makes no fucking sense, because if you're a feminist, why are you against what a woman wants? And it's the same thing for males. Like, males can't go and say, like, oh, like, the moment a guy starts going to the gym and flexing, I mean, and feeling good about himself and feeling his chest or whatever, all of a sudden he's fucking, you know, he's full of himself. He's a meathead. He's stupid. And it's like, why? Why do you want, like, I've seen videos of dudes saying shit like, oh, just because you go to the gym, you think you're, no, man, men don't do that anymore. Like, a real man is weak, a real man this, a real man wears fucking nail polish. It's like, what, bro? Like I barely even cut my nails. Like what are you talking about? Regardless, that whole interview was a fucking shit show. The lady had nothing really good to say. They had to stop the interview like three or four times. At one point, the fucking producer stopped everything to be like, I need you to ask him this question. Like, hey, you keep saying that we're allowed that we that that you are the one who has the power and, and brought us to this home of yours. But you know the reason why is because that obviously you're on hustler, so we don't have the choice. But if you weren't on house arrest, then we would have actually sat here and decided that, hey, let's meet somewhere that we both have power. And I was sitting there like, what the fuck is, that was weird. Like, that was a weird move for the for the fucking BBC to go, hey, we need to make sure that everybody who's watching this knows that he doesn't have power over us. That was like them, to me, that was them saying... Oh, you got fucking demolished in this fucking place. Let's just give it a little spice to make it look not so bad for us. It was a little strange. But let's get into my fa- my favorite part of the fucking podcast, which is the anime part. Sorry, I had to make sure to drink some water because I, I had to have a clear throat for when I'm about to hurt these feelings right now. Here's the thing. Vinland Saga. I am this close to dropping the anime. Because it's doing exactly what I fucking hate. It completely did a 180 from the actual plot that it had the last season. And I know everybody's like, what are you talking about? Blah. Here's the thing I loved watching Thorfinn fight. I loved watching Thorfinn go through his character development, his character progression of like becoming this hateful, vengeful person, right? On some like fucking, you know, Tokyo Ghoul shit where it was like a bitch character. All of a sudden, Kaneki's like this fucking badass, I hate the world character. Like, that's what I loved. I love seeing that darkness in the anime. And don't get me wrong, I'm all for hitting the 180. I'm all for hitting the 180. And becoming a totally different person, you know what I mean? Being this vengeful, hateful person and then coming back and being like a positive person and understanding the difference in the world. Like, that's what Pain did. That's what, like, in in a sense, that's what Naruto did. That's also what Sasuke did, right? Like, like everybody had their their turn of, like, turning around and being different. Like, Robin from One Piece of the same thing. Like, I'm all for that. Here's the problem. They're doing a fucking bad job of it, bro. It's way too fucking fast. Last season, the dude was slicing heads. This season, dude's a pacifist. And there's no fucking progression. It literally went from him slicing heads to like, oh, I'm a pacifist. I understand. His whole life story was about killing this one guy. Fine. He didn't get to kill him. The guy's dead. There should be a progression of him understanding himself but i feel like from episode two he decided he was a fucking pacifist like at least have him fight somebody that actually was a good person he killed them and that's the start of it you know what i mean like he fought somebody that he i he thought was a bad guy sliced him up turns out guy has a family he goes to meet the family this and that has a weird moment in his head where he goes, fuck, I killed somebody that I didn't need to kill, but it was just because of my anger, my anger issues, something, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Now I got to be a better person and become past some shit, bro. No, instead he meets a guy who he, he becomes friends with, and then now he doesn't want to fight anybody ever. From like episode one or two, bro, it literally threw me the fuck off. And, and it's like, I'm sorry, it's too fast. If you want to do it, you can do it. But you got to walk me through it. You got to slowly get me to that point. You can't just decide, oh, I'm a pacifist all of a sudden. And the fact that, like, he's not fighting and he's just all of a sudden a pacifist. It's like, bro, he's going to let some guy beat him up. The Thorfinn that I know and love was a fucking badass who fought everything and beat everything up. This next episode, if he lets this guy beat him up for a hundred fucking punches and doesn't do shit, I'm sorry. I'm over it. Like, I'm genuinely, I'm just, I'm saying it right now. I'm over it. If he does not fight this guy and he's just taking punches, a hundred punches, like, no problem, we're done. I'm done. I'm done with the fucking anime. I'm over it. Keep it. Like, you can't go from here to here. Nope. The dude teleported into being a pacifist. There was no fucking road. Dude went, boom, pacifist. That's it. I'm good, bro. That's, all this, everybody's saying is great writing, blah, blah. Like, I'm sorry. Great writing for every fucking side character around him, but his fucking storyline, his fucking plot progression, his fucking character development—it's random. So yeah, that's my take on fucking Vinland Saga's episode. I think it was terrible. One Piece's episode wasn't like much better. I mean, it had its moments. It had its like, not gonna lie, Drunken Kaido seemed very fun. He was having a lot of fun, if you know what I mean. He was—he was very calm. Drunken Fist, like, but i seen it already when it comes to now, I mean, he, he, he took that fucking move from Rock Lee, he copied it, okay? Kaido trained under Rock Lee for a little bit to learn the Drunken Fist. I will say this, though, the choreography was a lot better this time around, I feel like they listened to me, you know, like they watched my last podcast and they were like, okay, let's change it up a little bit, they're starting to realize that we have some fucking Pokemon choreography going on for the fights. It was actually better this time. Luffy and Kaido were actually going at it. Kaido just wasn't sitting there going, let me see how this one feels. Like he was actually fighting, you know what I mean? Even even like Luffy's little like surprise kick where like he dodged Kaido's attack and then the kick coming in behind, boom, like that was better. There's some things that we're waiting for to be honest. Like what I really want to see is like a well animated developed episode i feel like these last couple episodes have just been like hey here's something to hold you over until this next episode and this next episode and because really the good shit is coming but these last couple episodes has been like what am i even watching right now it's like you get like five or six minutes of something that doesn't really like help the plot it doesn't really progress the plot at all Right, like There are little glimpses of things that because I read the manga, I know that it's like a little bit of foreshadowing, right? Like, Luffy's been smiling this whole fucking time. Like, they've really been zooming into Luffy's smile these last couple episodes. Like, I get what that means, right? Like, even Kaido. Kaido was a little freer today, you know what I mean? He, he looked very free when he was fighting. So I get it, and I see how that's progressing the plot. But those are just like tiny little tidbits. Everything else is like what's really happening, right? And then I know that we're about to get some fucking, like, okay, for example, Big Mom still hasn't lost, right? So it's like, what's gonna happen there? I know that episode's coming, so we're gonna go away from the Kaido thing, right? Like, again, I'm waiting on a fucking full episode dedicated to, like, dragon farts. Like, I know, right? And and even this episode, they did the little, like don't forget about the people on the floor, they're gonna get bopped by an island, like like, or oh, will they, like they did that whole shit, you know what I mean, trying to remind you like, oh, don't forget Onigash- oh, Onigashima is still a thing, like, like we still have the whole Momonosuke thing happening, so it's like I know that this next episode is probably going to be completely dedicated to Momonosuke trying to, like, fart and, and, and carry the farts and become, like, strong enough to to fart on Onigashima's um, bottom part. The cool part is that the fucking elephant is back, and all of that means something, right? Like, all that is leading to something, but I already know what's coming, so I'm just, like, expecting it. And it's not like I'm being impatient. I just feel like these episodes that they're giving us are just ass. I feel like these episodes that they're giving us, like the last two, have just been completely like hold you over type shit, like here, watch this for now, until we get the good shit here. So yeah, I'm not I, I'm not saying the One Piece episode was bad, I'm just saying, it, it's mid, it's like average, it's like, you know, something to watch, I guess. Meanwhile, the Demon Slayer episode was fucking great. A little confusing, for me, a little confusing, and I'm gonna explain why, but it was good. Fight scenes are amazing. But who, who how can you go wrong with sword fights, right? Fight scenes, fight scenes are amazing. Character development was great. The freaking... The, the only thing that I'm confused about is the fact that Gyoko died so fucking quick. That's the only thing that I'm like, okay, what just happened? Like, why was that such a quick L, right? Like, either Moichiro is like a freaking beast of a human or Gyoko is actually really, really weak compared to the fourth one because I feel like the fourth one is giving them a fight of... Fucking crazy. While the fucking fifth, is, is Gyoko's trash. Like Hatengu is giving them a fight. Gyoko just got bopped, and I feel like Moichiro was just sitting there taking. Bro, it was weird. Like he even actually. Let me rephrase that. I said I think Moichiro was just sitting there like being bumbaclot. You know what I mean? Like just being oh, I'm gonna underestimate you, I'm not gonna do my best right now, like, I could kill you whenever, but I'm just gonna take my time with it, type shit, when even he said it, he said it, though. He literally said, like, you thought you were the only one that was holding back, and then sliced the dude's neck off, like, did him dirty. Now, that could be on some Goku Super Saiyan shit, right, where, like, he probably could have gotten his ass beat a second ago, But after the power-up where he got the little face tattoos, you know what I mean? Because he's a a descendant of the first breathers or whatever. Like, maybe that's what happened? Because he didn't even seem to have realized what happened. He In his brain, he's like, I'm in the zone right now. I wonder if he's ever going to realize what he did and then he's going to be able to control it. I really still do feel like that's a level two. Like, everybody who is a sword or a samurai or whatever the fuck... A demon slayer, all the demon slayers probably can do that. They can probably, I'm thinking, hopefully this is what it is. They can find their own breathing style, like learn the first or like get in the zone, right? In the zone and then use their own breathing style with the little face tattoos. I feel like that's what's going to happen. And that's what's going to change the difference in in, uh, fighting between the demons and the fucking demon slayers. And that's what's gonna make the demon slayers strong enough to actually beat them. Because this whole time, I felt like the demon slayers were very weak compared to the demons. But this fight... Moichiro destroyed Gyoko. And that's what's confusing to me. Because if it's not that power-up that did it, then what the fuck is going on? Bro, because, like, Gyoko got beat so bad, like, he even had a second form. and And I'm thinking, like, okay... He's getting his ass kicked, like, this second form. This is why he was getting his ass kicked, because he was in his first form. No, but what the fuck was the point of the second form? The dude turned into a snake and then still got sliced up within milliseconds. Bro, the dude turned into a snake, and then afterwards, like, this is my ultimate move. Watch this. Look how beautiful I am. And then Moichiro's just, like, still just dancing around, folding his ass, bro. Like, it didn't even phase him. Like, it didn't change the outcome one bit. Like, it didn't even raise the difficulty level a little bit. The dude still just got folded. So what the fuck was the point of the second form? I mean, to be honest, I thought it was gonna be like five against one when it comes to uh, Zahakuten, whatever the guy's name is, the the other, like the fourth, the fourth, the upper uh, moon four. Like that final form, his name is like Zahakuten or some, some like crazy ass name. I thought that it was gonna be five against one when that happened because it was four demons, blah, blah, whatever. And then he turned to one, so I thought it was gonna be super powerful. This whole time, though, it might be one against one. It might be one v one. Because uh, Muichiro is actually out, out out like a light. Obviously, he just had a crazy fight. And he was poisoned this whole time. So that even threw me off, too. Because usually when somebody puts poison in, in the plot, it's because they want you to think, like, oh, that guy's not at full power and he still did what he did. Which is exactly what I was thinking the whole time. But he beat him so fucking easily that now I'm thinking Moichiro can take on fucking anybody. Unless, unless like the difference between five four three two and one in terms of like the upper moons is completely like obliterate like it's like number two cannot even lay a finger on number one right and number three cannot even lay a finger on number on number two like unless it's like that bro what the fuck is going on right and we need to see that now right like upper moon four zahakatukatung like he better be OP as fuck because if not, it's, like, it's gonna throw me off. It's gonna throw me off. Because either Moichiro's fucking nasty and can take fucking anybody on. Like, the, the fucking demons are just trash. And we've been waiting for these guys to be nasty. So don't fucking let me down, Demon Slayer. The Hakakuten, however, is, like, he, character-wise, like, his fucking design is beautiful. It's crazy. It's amazing. And he already destroyed. Like, don't get me wrong. I was saying it before where I'm like, why the fuck is is uh Kanjiro able to take out like an Moon 4? Like, why is he so strong all of a sudden? Like, where does this training art come from? Like, what's going on? Isn't he damaged still? Like, he's not even healthy all the way. Like, why is he able to do this shit? Like, what's going on? Now I get it. The guy was weak because that was a weak part of the demon. He has a second form. Boom, second form. Now the second form is beastly as fuck. Or third form, I guess. The thing is, when I said it might be a 1v1, it's because of this. Well, actually, it might be like a 1v3 because of the fact that it still might be a 1v4, but, like, fucking Kanjiro's bum-ass, it got bopped a lot by this guy. He literally made this, I'm gonna be the one who's gonna kill you, and then got bopped, like, easily, right? Like, was probably gonna die if, if fucking Thing didn't show up. Like, if Mitsuri didn't show up, everybody was dead, to be honest. So that leads me to believe like either either Gyoko is extremely weak, way weaker than Hataka or Mitsuri is just way weaker than Moichiro. You know what I'm saying? Because if, if Takatuken and Gyoko are like similar in, in uh fight or in power, then why the fuck is Mitsuki gonna use four people to fight one demon versus Gyoko having only fought I'm hoping that the difference is in the fucking demons and not the Hashira, because then I'm going to be like, oh, my God, like, actually, it might be in both, to be honest, like the Hashira also might have their rank and like, you know, rank one is, is way stronger than rank two or shit like that, right? Versus and the same thing might be happening with the demons. But here's the thing. They kind of alluded this episode just a little bit, just a little bit. They kind of alluded to the fact that Kanjiro might be Hashira. Now, like, soon. I know, actually, it was last episode where they kind of alluded to that. And then this episode, Kanjiro was doing bad, I think. But at the same time, like I said, he's not healed. He came to this fucking place to heal. He's not healed all the way. And he doesn't even have his sword. I don't know if you guys realize that he still doesn't have his fucking sword. And now I'm like, well, what happens when he gets it? Because he was getting his butt kicked and he was saying he was going to cut down this demon. So maybe that's all he needs is his sword. Because when Moichiro got his sword, shit got different shit got different maybe that's all we need for fucking tanjiro bro but all in all bro that fucking episode was good i really do feel like out of all the anime that i'm watching right now between demon slayer and mash like those are the two animes that i'm enjoying and mash is because it's fucking stupid it's just a funny anime uh, i'm not calling it stupid i'm saying like it's just fun to watch so yeah demon slayer and mash are like my two favorite right now hell's paradise is pretty good too but mash i think is more fun to watch So, since we were just in the anime, I want to start with an anime one. Somebody made a video called If Sasuke Met Zero, and I kind of just want to point out the the, the dumbness of it. You know what I mean? We're going to watch it, and I'm just going to be like, oh, this is a lie, that's a lie, and see what happens. Personally, I feel like If They Met, Sasuke's winning, but let's see. The animation on this shit
1: is flawless, bro. <laughs> Of course.
0: Every time Zoro goes into a universe, it's because he got lost. only you know. Sasuke without using Susano, probably is not Mountain Buster. Zoro is technically Mountain Buster. I mean, he's Pika Buster. I don't know if Pika was considered a mountain, mountain like level. Sasuke is probably more than Mountain Buster. He's probably like Continent Buster, to be honest. He never showed the feats to be content in Buster, though. That's the only thing. Definitely mountain Buster, though. 100%. With ease, I think. Crossing the six
1: paths. Huh? This dude... He's the
0: fucking submission, bro. This is where the hack's abilities start coming in, bro. This
1: is fucking
0: funny. This is funny. But I don't think Zoro would be fucking scared of Hawkeye, bro. He got out of
1: it. That
0: didn't affect him in any way. Oh shit! They're all serious. Uh, yeah, this is exactly what I was about to say. There's no way you want him to get serious with you, bro. The Renegon coming out—that's a problem. That's a problem. The thing is, is like. Zoro is a swordman swordsman this is the reason why he would lose cuz Zoro is a swordsman swordsman he don't really got powers he got hockey yeah but like Sasuke technically got his own kind of hockey where he like makes his uh he puts he mixes his sword with electricity I mean it's not really hockey but it like makes it stronger and can cut through shit more right which is technically what like armaments hockey does to his fucking swords too Um, and I know it's not the same thing, but, like, come on, you gotta make it, you gotta add the thing to be a little similar, like, you, that's like me, that's like somebody going, like, oh, Zoro's not gonna get hit with fucking, uh, Genjutsu, because it's not a part of his, his universe, like, yeah, you're right, but, like, if it's like that, then they shouldn't even be fighting at all. But what I'm trying to say is like Sasuke, once he gets these eyes out, bro, he has just two his his ability is just two hacks, man. Oh shit. They're gonna fight in is that what's gonna happen instead? They're not actually gonna fight each other. <laughs> I don't think they're
1: always standing a chance against
0: Otsuki either, bro. The abilities are just too hacks. That right there man, planetary devastation. That Renegon would fuck Zoro up, bro in real life he would get fucked. Pause. That's the move he used against uh against Pika. That's the movie used against Pika, but yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, I don't think he would really do well against against anybody from the Narutoverse. They have because their abilities are hacks. It's not about like power scale, like how much they can break or blow up. Their abilities are just hacks. Like they can just do things that, you know. Are you going? We're gonna watch a little bit of this because I don't know what the fuck seven hours, bro. This is like AI generated SpongeBob. Somebody wanted me to watch this, but it's, we're not watching this whole thing.
1: You mean the one where the god walks into a bar and says arch?
0: What the fuck? No, the other one.
1: Oh, yeah, the one where the chicken crossed the road. No, the other one. Are you sure you were not thinking of that other one where the guy walks into a bar and says arch? Bruh. This few moments later. is hey, the... SpongeBob?
0: This is the AI that we're afraid is going to take over the fucking world?
1: that? It's the news, Patrick. There's been a serial killer on the loose. What does he look like? No one knows. Patrick, he could be anyone. Oh my god, what are we going to do?
0: I'm actually kind of interested.
1: Patrick, I'll protect you. A few moments later... I don't think it's working, Patrick! What do you mean? I've been trying to get in touch with Andrew Tate for weeks, and he still hasn't called me back! Maybe he's just really busy. That's what I thought at first, but then I saw him post a video on Instagram of him kitesurfing in the Bahamas. So what? He's just
0: on vacation.
1: Been posting videos from all over the world.
0: He's been to Japan, Spain. Japan, bro, what the fuck are we watching? That's kind of. I might watch the whole seven fucking things, but on my own. Because. But either way, that shit is not taking over the world, bro. Like, that shit is ass. I thought it was about to be funny as fuck.
1: And nah, you're actually the biggest glazer.
0: Oh, wait, 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 wait. Love being a part of your community. Thank you for the streams.
1: Nah, you're actually the biggest glazer.
0: You say glazer, what is that?
1: (laughs) I genuinely do not know if that's a joke or not. Um, hello Shanks. Um (laughs) You're not nice, bro. You're not nice. She's blushing. No lie, I'm clean, bro. You you can't. No, why are you smiling? No, you can't
0: the (laughs) (laughs) razor.
1: Just calm down, here. I'm actually clean. I'm actually clean. I'm clean. I'm,
0: I'm so confused. All oh he said God, was he likes so being so a <laughs> part of a <our> community.
1: <laughs> um, hello, Shanks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're not you nice, bro. You're not <laughs> nice. I'm so confused. I'm not I don't get right
0: where the, where the riz happen. Am one. I blind? <laughs> she blushed so bad. God damn, this dude burst in my eardrums. I just, I'm not sure where the Riz happened. I try, I watched it again to double check, but this is a, uh, this is after the interview. Yes,
1: but we did, and it's important to share. If you want to join the real world, we have a link in the description. So once again like voice i BBC don't know what channel this is but it's been funny to paint a different narrative they've cut one clip and put
0: oh this is what i wanted to see yeah yeah i want they apparently like put a clip out that like we'll different see
1: response from andrew let me show you the first clip of what bbc show you schools, whatever your schools, argument is police. I'm, I'm somehow the worst most dangerous man in the world it's just disingenuous. If you actually watch the things I say, if you actually watch my comments about women... Now, yes, Andrew does say that, but the BBC have cut out the most important part. Let me show you what the real interview looks like.
0: Or, or whatever your your argument is, Police. and that
1: I'm somehow the worst, most dangerous man in the world because I have a car. It's just disingenuous, and I'm enjoying this interview very much because this shows, oh, yeah. this shows the world, it's great, it shows the world the truth about the legacy media because they beg me for a me. you have been begging me for months please we need to be relevant and then you come here with loaded questions trying to paint a picture of me which is completely not only false i am of a course of the, world. the things i teach men are stoicism discipline self-respect hard work obeying authority listening to your fight coach working hard in school making as much money as possible in your job if you actually watch the things i say if you actually watch my comments about women i've done long podcasts for hours long about
0: they cut out everything where he explained what his content actually is and then goes, if you actually watched.
1: So again, the BBC caught the part where...
0: Yeah, but you know nobody was expecting them to be fucking real about anything that they did, to be honest. Everybody was expecting them to just be dumbass, dumbasses and do exactly what they did, which is come in and try and frame the guy. That's, everybody was expecting them to come in and frame the guy. And they tried it, and it didn't work. But alright guys, that's gonna be it for today. Hopefully you guys did enjoy today's podcast. We are on episode 5. Mucho bueno, episode 5. Hopefully you guys did enjoy If you did, make sure to hit that like button. If you wanna see more, make sure to hit that subscribe button. Follow me on Spotify. Follow me wherever the fuck you're listening. Much love to everybody. And I'll see y'all next week. Bye.